0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: These guys must do the longest preamble in the entire National Hockey League in this building. Welcome back, everybody. Bob offer with you. It is uh, 5.35 at Edmonton. Some guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night in the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Tell Chris and Chef El Tap that Oilers now sent you. Louis DeBrusque is coming up in about five minutes time for GCL Diesel, providing genuine diesel parts and turbo chargers at great prices since 1972. It's GCLDiesel.com. We go to the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780 496 I mentioned uh, we talked a bit about a couple guys in Anaheim potentially being trade targets for teams in the NHL, specifically Adam Henrique and possibly Sam Carrick. And I mentioned I wondered a bit about St. Louis. Well, this texter comes in out of Edmonton, and he Says Bob, hypothetically, say the Oilers acquire oh I don't know a top four six foot six right shot D you make six million plus for Blues? What are the odds they also add a top six winger as well? I appreciate it. Appreciate that the Oilers want to bolster their second pairing, but the Vegas game re-exposed their uh, lack of depth. It's still not good enough at forward. I think adding a legitimate top-six right wing would have a cascading effect, says this texter, uh, to round out the Oilers' bottom six. All right, I'll say right here, right now, I think there's a better chance the Edmonton Oilers add a middle-six forward forward. Preferably a second-line right winger, another guy that's a bit of a shooter, uh, than trying to upgrade a top four defenseman at this point. I think it's more realistic that it ends up being a forward. So valid point by you, and I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, you got to have a little bit more. Uh, Bob, this text comes in saying, in referencing Florida and Tampa, I'm talking about guys like Bennett and Longberg. Uh, and Maroon, they went out and got Janot and Watson. Winnipeg is big. Colorado grab has Manson and McDermott to win. These teams go out and grab multiple guys. And there's a large selection of fans in this market that have become somewhat so obsessed with analytics, they forgot what it takes to win in the playoffs. Uh, that comes to us from Mark. And he's saying that the Oilers don't have enough size up front. Well, Perry has some bite to him. Kane has some bite to him. I don't think, again, I think Edmonton's adding one forward for sure. And possibly two. Okay? I don't think they necessarily have to add a defenseman. But that's me. Doesn't mean that I'm right. Again, you can text us at 780 496 0063. This text comes in from Glenn. He says, Bob, finally a true test for Evan Bouchard. We'll see if Bob still favors the D man who doesn't play defense. Ha ha ha. We need Eckhelm to play with Broberg now. Call him up. We've wasted half a seasoning. Tutoring a defenseman that can't learn. Well, i I tell you right now. Uh, Evan Bouchard, I didn't think, I know uh, the former Norris Trophy winner, P.K. Subban, liked the game of Evan Bouchard the other night in Vegas. I thought Evan lacked intensity from the get-go and killed some opportunities offensively with his refusal to put, put, put bucks in the net. He has to simplify his game, and I'd say that right to his face. This text comes in saying, Bob, just listen to the NHL Network all afternoon, Steve Kulias, uh, possibly mentioned Jake Gunsel the owners would be interested in. What are your thoughts of Pittsburgh eight half his salary? Uh, would you prime out of Pittsburgh for a couple of picks and a prospect or uh, for one first and a couple of prospects? Yes symbol. Yes. I'm not sure it's going to get done with Gunsel. I think it goes to the end with Jay Gunsel. But keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Alright, again, we are in Anaheim, California. Bob Stauffer with you, along with Brendan S. Scott and Angie Connell, back at the 630 Chad Studios. Let's go to the orders now. Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com and uh, we will tell you the orders are completely healthy for tonight's game. Uh, Mason McTavish uh, was expect. He is now out with an upper body injury. Uh, Zegras out with a broken angle. Those were their top two centers for the first two games of the year uh, when Edmonton played Anaheim. Klorin uh, has a knee injury. And Pavel Mitchikov has a shoulder problem for Anaheim, who last year, by the way, had the highest-scoring defenseman in the WHL in Olin's Ale the highest-scoring defenseman in the OHL in terms of Pavel Mitchikov, and the highest-scoring defenseman in the queue with Tristan Leno, who uh, was not available for Team Canada. That was a huge loss during the World Juniors. All right, as promised... Uh, we are going to uh, get to our sit-down conversation with Sportsnet Color Analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel. Providing genuine diesel parts and turbo charges at great prices since 1972. GCLDiesel.com. We pre-taped it today at Morning Skate. Here's Louis. Louis, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, came up one game short in tying the Pittsburgh Penguins with the longest uh, winning streak in NHL history. A Hard-fought. loss in Vegas against the defending Stanley Cup champs, the team that vanquished them in the regular season. Your thoughts on that matchup that night?
1: You know, it was going to take an effort like that from a team to beat Edmonton the way they played in the streak. And quite frankly, I thought Edmonton was still the better team, but you have to tip your hat to Vegas. They bent, they didn't break, they were able to weather the storms, and they got great goaltending by Aiden Hill. Both goaltenders were good in the matchup. Um, you kind of felt that was what was going to happen for a team to beat Edmonton with the way they've rolled through these 16 games previously that they had won. And they almost tied it up a couple times. They were really close, but it just wasn't meant to be. And now you start fresh again. But what a run. It was an amazing run. It It was great to call the games. It was great to be around it and just see how they kept rolling on. And to me, the most impressive thing, Bob, was they almost did it just the way they were playing. It wasn't like they did anything special. They just played their system, played as a group, and they found ways to win hockey games. They just couldn't find a way to win that 17th and tie the record, but their second best all time, which is still pretty darn
0: impressive. For GCLD's, Aloy de Ross joining us. Bob Stoffer with you. The Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks tonight at the Honda Center. So the Oilers look to start a new streak. Yep. They have uh, owned the Ducks. The last five times they played them, they've outscored them 30 to 7. What do you think is the re? Is this just a byproduct of the Ducks are in a rebuild and the Oilers are in a place where they should have one of the better teams in the NHL? It wasn't uh, too long ago
1: that it was reverse fortunes for the Edmonton Oilers, and you and I were a part of that. In the first few years, maybe eight years of doing the color for, <clears throat> excuse me, for Edmonton, they were in a situation where they were rebuilding. They were getting high draft picks. They were trying to find an identity and create that culture in their locker room of the way they wanted to be looked at from the rest of the league. And I think the Anaheim Ducks are in that position right now. They've got a lot of young talent. They're a dangerous team because of that. Uh, You have to be aware of the fact that they can make plays when you make mistakes. For Edmonton, it's status quo. It's exactly how they've won 16 in a row. It's exactly how they won eight in a row previous to that. Go out there and play your game. Control your game. Manage the game. Don't allow this team to have free looks, and I think they'll be fine. I think why they've had great success against Anaheim, and I think it'll be important tonight. And from talking to a couple of the guys this morning, the streak's over. Um, The hangover from that is done. It's time to start fresh, and uh, I think it's kind of water off a duck's back. Uh, Listen, they would have loved to have tied the record. It didn't happen, but now it's
0: time to go forward and try and win a hockey game. Uh, That said, there were significant changes at practice yesterday, specifically with defense parents. The Oilers were the only team in the NHL with three sets of defense parents that had played over 400 minutes together this season. They're all mixed up and likely to remain blended for tonight, including Darnell Nurse with Vincent Mm D'Arnais. Your thoughts on that? Well, here's the thing, and I think, you know, and I would have to speak to Paul Coffey about it,
1: but... just like you switch forward groups up just to get a little jump to think mentally a little sharper um, to think outside the box the, the pairings have been incredible and you're right there's only been three games missed by the sixth defenseman in the lineup for the Edmonton Oilers and only all, three, one, all only, three
0: of those games were in the first three games of the and, season and only one due to an injury there you go because Col- Vincent D'Arnais was a healthy yep. scratch. For and that call
1: him missed the first game because he just wasn't quite ready in the in the season opener but you know for me it's just it's unheard of to have pairings like that for that yep. long but sometimes sometimes You can get a little stagnant. If you look at the stats of defensemen right now, offensively, there are some some things that need to be worked on. And uh, I think right now, if they do end up going with the changes they made. No big deal. If you look in games, when there's penalty kills, when there's power plays, when there's mix-ups, you're going to see guys go out there with different pairings. They're used to playing with one another. You're trying something in a situation this part of the season, number one, I think, to stimulate the mind, get them thinking a little more, get them a little more peppy, just the same way that you would elevate a guy up the lineup in the forward group to kind of get a line going. We'll see if it works and see if they stay with it, and if they do, I think it's just experimenting right now at the right time after the 16-game win streak had ended. Let's see if we can mix things up again and maybe find that little bit of a pop,
0: and uh, we'll see if it works. We've got Louis De Russ for four more minutes here. Uh, Corey Perry tonight on the line yeah. with Leon Drysaddle yeah, and Evander Kane. Your thoughts on uh, the uh, a, a Duck player that was an arch nemesis for Oilers fans mm-hmm. and ran roughshod over the Oilers for a number of years back in Anaheim, playing tonight with Leon Drysaddle, who has owned the Anaheim Ducks in his career. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I understand it. I think
1: it's... Uh, it, it's an elevation because he's coming back to anaheim they want to get him going they want him feeling good he had a couple good looks in Vegas, I thought that line was very good actually in the second period especially, they created a ton of chances um, McLeod Holloway and Perry, but I think Fogel, McLeod and Holloway, obviously a trio, they're very tight, they're very close friends they played together before and that's that's a line, they want to see if they can put together to be that kind of skating aggressive, hard checking line so we'll see if that goes through, but for Corey Perry he's a finisher, let's put it let's put it bluntly this guy goes to the net, he finds a way to get open, Leon Draisaitl is one of the best passers the game's ever had, I can understand why why they want to put those two together.
0: Louie, uh, we do have the NHL trade deadline coming up in about probably about three and a half weeks' time. Already a couple of moves from some Western Conference teams. Mm-hmm. The Vancouver Canucks getting Elias Lindholm uh, during the break. Your thoughts on that? Oh, Great pickup. I think he was a coveted player throughout the league.
1: I think a lot of players were in on him. Obviously, he hasn't re-signed yet, but that's going to be the key is they can re-sign him and find him to a long-term deal because that's what he wants. He's been underpaid. He signed a, a value contract when he first came to Calgary. He ended up playing into that contract and well above it, and he's going to get paid. But I think as far as depth goes for the Vancouver Canucks, it's a tremendous pickup, a team that has had a great season and wants more. I don't think they're done. I think they're going to still sniff around and try and improve their team as they should, as a lot of teams in this league are going to do in the next couple of weeks.
0: All right. Montreal move Sean Monahan as well to Winnipeg. The Jets have dropped five straight games, Louis. Yeah. You know, injuries.
1: They've had some guys out of their lineup. They've had to tinker with that and tinker with lineups throughout the way, but they were playing pretty impressive hockey for a long period of time and they're just in one of those little lulls. Rick Bonus will get them going again, but Sean Monaghan's a veteran guy. He always seems to produce. He was injured for a couple of years. I mean, he played through a lot of things in Calgary that I don't think people knew he was playing through. He's always been a finisher. He always seems to find that 20-25 goal range in a season consistently, and he's on that pace again this year, no question. Um, good pickup. He's a veteran guy. You can slip Into your lineup in different situations. He supports the center um, spine down the middle, which is where I felt they were lacking, to be honest. When they had banged up and Scheifele was out and guys are hurt, that's where they lack is down the middle of their ice. He adds to that.
0: Louis. I don't want to steal my own uh, thunder here, but tonight on uh, the NHL Hockey and Rogers second intermission, we're going to be discussing the Anaheim Ducks and a couple pending UFAs that they have. Uh, Adam Henrique and Sam Carrick, very different players. Mm -hmm. Henrique's got a lot of respect from players out at the Eastern Conference. He seems to play play well out East. He's a plus player on a team that's got a lot of minuses this year, here in Anaheim. And Carrick is a guy who... As a fourth line guy leads the Anaheim Ducks in. uh, Actually, Carrick and uh, Henrique are 1 2 in time on ice on the penalty kill as well. Now, the word is it's a second and a third to get uh, Henrique, and then you'd have to get another team to eat some money too. He's a $5.75 million cap hit. Conversely, Carrick is relatively inexpensive. Uh, Your thoughts on on those two players and, and what their market value might be like? I think it's going to be strong. I think Carrick especially as a depth add, as a
1: fourth-line center that plays tough. He can fight, he can hit, he can penalty kill. In the trenches, he's going to be a hard-nosed working guy. I think he's going to be coveted. Teams will be looking to try and acquire him. Um, would he be an addition and an and improvement in Edmonton? I think he'd make you bigger and stronger down the middle, no question about it. Um, so obviously they could look at that too, and there will be teams looking at him. Adam Henrique for me is a guy that I think there's still an upside there. This is this is a really good hockey player and a guy that can put up numbers, can play with a lot of different players. They've elevated him up the lineup here. He was down for a little bit with Anaheim, and I think, you know, from Cronin's perspective, he was trying to balance out the depth in his lines, but they're showcasing him a little bit right now. He's playing with Carlson tonight and Strom, and whoever picks him up, he will jump right in and not miss a
0: beat. There you go. That is Louis DeBrusque, brought to you again by GCL Diesel, providing genuine diesel parts and turbocharges at great prices since 1972. GCLDiesel.com. That's uh, Cam and Lauren and the staff at GCL Diesel. It is currently 549 at Edmonton. When we come back, we're going to bang off a couple ticks uh, and tell you about an upcoming roadie that we're going to have and with to uh, Oilers Now trivia. You're listening to Oilers Now live from Anaheim, California, the Honda Center. You're listening to Oilers Now. And you can join New West Travel on an exclusive road trip to Dallas this April to watch the Oilers play the Dallas Stars. New West Travel has already sold out Oilers Now road trips to Nashville to start the season and Montreal in January. This New West Travel package to Dallas includes airfare, four-nights deluxe hotel, great game ticket. We're going to have a reception at Edmonton and a reception in Dallas. You can complete your trip with an optional AT&T Stadium Tour, and you can get in a baseball game as well. Everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. Reach out to New West Travel today at newwesttravel.com. Just before we go to orders now, uh, trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Here we go. A text from Clifford in Colorado, Bob. Any truth to the Jack Campbell-Sean Walker swap? I, I have not heard of that trade. no. But in theory, the Flyers have gotten some r- relief financially uh, with, with the ongoing situation that involves their goaltender Carter Hart. so might create a little bit of cap flexibility. I think the orders would have to pay a significant fee to divest themselves from Campbell in terms of multiple picks. I don't know if that's the right course of action. To be honest with you, it might be better off just using those picks to get players and then exercising a buyout in the summer. But I've not heard anything directly of a Campbell for Walker swap. Bob uh, Dan Texas, he says Corey. Uh, he says uh, Corey Perry will score his first goal tonight. Well, I'd love for that to happen for the Edmonton Oilers. This text comes in. It says, Bob, I love the show. Just have to say, Evan Bouchard coughed up the puck multiple times in the biggest game, some of which were at the blue line in very inopportune times. He's always had a, a habit of doing this when under pressure. I don't know if that changes in the future. Hasn't changed after a half season or Paul Coffey, just my thoughts. I think the texter got a bad case of revisionist history. Like, Evan Bouchard's taken a quantum step forward. He had a poor performance in one game. He was not locked in, or he was too deselective and needed to put more pucks on the net. It, it, you know what? It's funny on this player. It just seems like the moment something goes wrong, the same Leather Lund fans that, oh, you know, he's, he doesn't hammer guys with the stick. and he doesn't. I get it. At times there's a sense of urgency. That's, I'm the first one to tell you, I don't think he had a good game. Against Vegas, He didn't. He wasn't the only one that didn't have a great game against Vegas. Edmonton played pretty well in that game, but they had some other guys. Uh, Warren Fogle, in my opinion, didn't have a particularly great game against Vegas either. Okay? But if you can't see the quantum step Bouchard has taken this for, uh, forward this season, I can't really... I mean, going into that game, he was plus 16 under Chris Knobloch before that game. And, yeah, the 3-1 empty net goal looked bad. It did. You know, William Carlson drags the puck around. I don't know. It's just It just seems that there's some people out there that got a pretty short... I've always had a short leash on puck-moving defensemen that don't sit there and destroy and obliterate guys. Okay? You need a little bit of... You've got some fans that are hard on Darnell Nurse and some fans that are hard on uh, Evan Bouchard. It's hard not to be, uh, a, a, you know, a supportive... Like, they're not the same stay Neither guy is the same stay-at-home presence of a guy like Matthias Eckle. That's a given. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Um, we are going to go at 557 in Edmonton into Oilers Now Trivia. It's brought to you all season long by Pro-Am Sports. Fan cave, fan gear, specialists for all budgets. All correct answers enter to win a signed Dylan Holloway jersey. Check out ProAmSports.ca or check them uh, out at the store, 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. Here we go. This will test a little bit of your football and hockey knowledge. Name the current Anaheim Ducks forward, whose father was a stellar quarterback of the Regina Rams in the early 1990s and was offered a spot on the then Edmonton Eskimos roster. Before ever playing a down of U Sports football, where he later played for the Calgary Dinos and the Regina Rams, who once they made the jump from junior football to university football, I would assert this guy was the best quarterback I ever saw at the U Sports level in Canada. This guy's dad. So who's the uh, so who's the Anaheim Ducks forward whose father was a stellar youth sports uh, quarterback? We'll get to the answer when we return. Again, Texas. The correct answer: seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. And Randy Kilburn has a global news weather traffic update. We'll come back with the answer. We'll also have one-on-one conversations with Ryan Strom of the Ducks and Ryan Nugent-Hopkins of the Oilers. You're listening to Oilers now live from the Honda Center.